talking about life, so you might feel empowered. Right. Might happy hour, hype happy hour. Tornado on the mic with a guest giving power. Hype, hype happy hour, hype happy hour. Tools, interviews provide life tapping power. Right. Hype happy hour, hype happy hour. Positive and light with advice, build your tower. Right. Happiness is key, so you gotta bring the smiles out. Inspiration needs a bit of passion to just wild out. Positivity and optimism. Let's go. Is this you? Woo! No, that's my boy, dude. That's my boy, Dan. Absolute banger. Dang. Oh, shit. We are here. Listen, Hyped Happy Hour, episode 39. I am your host, Gentle Tornado. I am on an absolute mission to make positivity louder. I created a company called Live Hyped, and Hyped is an acronym. It stands for happiness, inspiration, positivity, enthusiasm, and dreams. And if you look down at the logo in the bottom left, it's an H with a heartbeat in the middle because we never know how many heartbeats we got. So every day we're here, we are living our life to the best on episode 39. I am joined by an absolute stud, a motivator, a grinder, fucking genuine human. Champ, how are you? Fucking stoked to be here. <laughs> so happy to be here, man. Just writing. There's so much positive. Dude, I, I don't even think you know. Like, actually, never mind. I won't, I won't get into the whole thing. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, let's get into it. I want to get into it. Uh, I mean, dude, I, 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 I just, uh, I was going to tell you, like, I just like listening to you speak. Um, you, you create content in a really atypical way. Um, always have a positive influence on my day whenever I, I see you on the timeline. So the live action version is, is really cool, man. Stoked to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's go. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. Um, dude, so we started off with what we're grateful for. So what are you grateful for today? Man, waking up and seeing the sun. A lot of people don't get to do that on a daily basis. Um, I'm grateful for, above all else, I think the freedom um, that Web3 has afforded me to get to connect with incredible people that I would have never met otherwise. Um, every single day, it's like, I, you know, I was doing some reflection today on just um, the amount of people I've gotten to connect with and meet and spend time with and sort of the caliber of individual. And by caliber, I don't necessarily mean like status, you know what I mean, or wealth or following, but just like caliber of, of, of human being um, that I've gotten to connect with over the last year or so um, in, in this. It's been like an 11 month journey for me so far. Um, and I don't know, man, just grateful to see you another day. No, I think that's beautiful. I think what you said was so important, like the caliber of person and human that we get to interact with every single day in the NFT space is next level. And it honestly made me restore like such a high hope for the future of our world that has just like been such an absolute pleasure to be a part of. And I think it's like so underrated, but this energy, like this positive energy that we have and just like good vibe, like yesterday, or that was yesterday in that space when you guys were all up in the in Thread Guys space. Like that was just like good time. It was just like a good time. Can I ask you something? Yeah. How did you? I'm gonna interview you today. How did you? <laughs> how did you find that in the space? What I mean by that is like, if you look for it, 
um, Web3 can be like an overwhelmingly negative place a lot of the time. Um, how have you sort of dug out this lane for yourself and found so many people? I didn't even know this many people existed that were just like so psyched to be alive every day in Web3 until I came across like your replies and your content. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, man, I think like, Ultimately, right when I came into the space, like I was pretty silent for dude, probably about six months. And I just kind of watched, interacted, traded a lot. Um, and I just knew like, fuck, man, I, I need to do like I've always wanted to do something big. Like I really have felt like I've, I'm here to change the world in a positive way. Um, and so I just kind of watched, watched the like entitlement, watched a lot of negativity, watched so many fucking rugs. I probably got rugged. I don't even know, 50 times, um, you know, in quotes, right. Whatever rug means to you. And like, I was just like, I went to VCon. This was like a big moment for me was in actually before that. So like February of this year, actually, like I really started doing content. Like I was like, okay, I need to start putting out my gratitude day videos. Like I need to, I need to do more. I'm not doing enough. And then I went to VCon and I was like, Oh my, Oh my God. I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I need to start a podcast. I need to start like literally making positivity louder, like the mission for my life that I've just been slacking on. And then it was just kind of like all gas, no breaks. And I think from there, like I would just putting myself out there so much. And, you know, since I'm such like a beacon of light, I think in general, if you like go to my time, I said this today, like if you go to my timeline, it is all positivity. It is supporting people. It is doing my gratitude day videos. It is like, I have nothing bad to say. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm not const constructive or anything. Like I'm realist for sure. Like I'm realistic about life, but it's the leaning into the positivity. And I think like, oh, uh, sorry, sorry. I'll fix my camera. It, it'll be back in just a second, but no, that's okay. Uh, um, and so like, I started like going into spaces, so many different spaces and just like bridging my positivity to people and they'd never seen anything like it. And so then I think slowly I just kind of got this like group of people that like really fucked with me, right? Like thread, like I got really close with thread guy. And like, I was even at a point like was pretty, I would say like involved in the shill and villain spaces, but I was the person bringing that positivity to the table. Right. And like, I just got into all these different spaces like um, web three exposed. Like I'd go up there and I'd be like, yo, I fucking love you guys. Like you guys are crushing it. Like I love that you guys are being real out here, but at the same time I got to fucking, you know, like I would just go and do my thing throughout different spaces, like coffee with captain. I'm up early every day. Mm. Right. So I'm in the morning shows, I'm in the evening shows. And so like that kind of surrounded myself with like this positive this like group of people. And then I think like, it kind of just like started building out to where like everybody like kind of, Oh shit, gentle tornadoes like here in the space. Like it kind of changed the vibe. And, uh, I think that was like a beautiful thing to watch, to be honest. Dude, it, you're absolutely crushing it. And you have just like the wildest name ever. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty accurate descriptor now that I think about it. How, how did you come up with gentle tornado? Like, what, what, like where did that come from? <laughs> so tornado. Uh, so my great grandparents called me tornado my entire life. They were a massive part of my childhood growing up. Um, and basically they called me tornado because I was 110% until I, until like I would fall asleep and I would fall asleep anywhere. I'd fall asleep on the ground. Sometimes I fell asleep outside. I would just go so hard until like I was out. 
And so like they would call me a tornado. Like I, I think some of the best memories was me as a kid. I would, I played at so many different sports and I, I loved football. And so like, you know, sometimes my great grandparents wouldn't want to throw the football with me. <laughs> they were 75 or something. So I would run outside and I would just throw the football to myself. I'd like throw the football up in the air. I'd run underneath it. And I'd catch it. And so they would just like, that's how I embodied tornado. So then fast forward to my, uh, maybe I was like 20 or something. I went to this leadership course that I changed my life. It was called Eagle Quest. And what you do is you create a warrior name. And the first word is something that you aspire to be. And the second word is something you are. And so gentle, right, is something that I always want more of because I naturally have this enthusiasm. And sometimes like, if you don't know me, like out of context, my let's fucking go could be like kind of intense, like aggressive almost. But like when you know who I am, it's, it's totally not. And so like, that's kind of why gentle is perfect. Cause I always want to be more soft and empathetic and, and pushing kindness. But at the same time, my energy is not going anywhere. Wow. You have me thinking about what my, my two piece warrior name would be. I don't know. Dude, what would it be? Let's do this right now. Okay, so the first part is something I want to be, right? Like a yeah, like something you aspire to be. Like a self improvement goal. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it could be anything. It could be like courageous. It could be, um, I mean, yeah, any kind of like an adjective. Okay. Um, well, I want to be a lot of things, but I think I don't think it's cool to be to say like. I, the first, the adjective can't be successful. How about um? I, I think I would really actually, I really want to be uh, known as a by more people as a kind person. So kind can okay. be the first word. Okay, kind. I love it. And, and then maybe think of like a think of like a a lot of times in the class, like people would pick like an animal or something. Um, obviously mine's different cause it's a tornado, but like, it could be like kind lion. Right. And there's obviously different meanings to different animals, but some people are butterflies. Some people are, you know, I fucking love penguins. So like, if I wasn't tornado, I probably would have been penguin to be honest. I think, um, Hmm. What's a, Oh man. What's a, what's a good animal comp? Uh, I'm very, I, I'm, hmm. My attention is pretty fragmented. I'm kind of ADHD. I do a lot of things at once. Okay. Um, wait, can I amend my adjective? Actually, you know what I really want to be is fucking legendary. I want the first <laughs> word to be legendary. So I want to be. I want to be. Uh, I want to be legendary, and I want to be like. Uh, what? What's the? Uh, can, okay. Can I be legendary hummingbird? I want to be legendary hummingbird. <laughs> I want that to be. My- that, to be my that is gas. Okay, all right, cool. There, okay. Dude, that's fire. Is it legendary like, hummingbird, bro? That's so I, I, sick. Like little tornado is cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, there's a legendary hummingbird uh, shirt coming your way. Like, that's all <laughs> I gotta say. Like, that is gonna be fucking fire. Um, I actually love that man. I, nobody's ever done that with me, so that's that's fucking badass. Legendary hummingbird. Curious. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's, it has a, a, a few too many syllables, maybe. Uh, but yeah, don't worry about it. No, no, no. It came right from the heart. I love it. Absolutely, fucking. It is legendary. Like that's it. That's we're writing. Bottom line, we we're are. Writing. We are writing. Oh my gosh. Okay, listen. So what we get into in the podcast is we bridge the gap between 
per, this extraordinary personal life of people that I, I fucking love in the space. Web three, we mix it all together. So what we do is we start it off with like a background story. So give me an origin story of who Champ is, maybe from like when you were a child. Tell me about your childhood up till now, like until you got into Web three and all that good stuff. Awesome. I was a, I was a lot of things as a kid. Um, depending on what part of my life I reflect on, I think I would use a different adjective, right? Um, there were times in my life whenever I was um, a very distressed child. Um, you know, I had a, a lot of different things going on in my family, separations, etc. There were times in my life whenever I was a very um, happy child. Um, but I was always uh, a very aspirational child. And um, in this sort of like, in quite literally the kind of corny way uh, that that is kind of portrayed in movies, like a lot of the time when I was a kid, um, I and, and I kind of felt like I didn't fit in. I would have like internal dialogues and sort of justify it, but like, oh, I'm going to be this when I'm older. I'm going to be that. Um, and I, I spent sort of mm, my younger childhood. I don't know. I was like an atypical kid. I, I wasn't, I, I guess I wouldn't say I was like bullied as a child, but I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird kid. Okay. That's more story. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 as I got older, um, you know, you grow up, you, you change. It became very social um i'm i'm an extrovert by nature certainly um and i don't know man i i went to high school played sports i was, wasn't that athletic um graduated um you know uh, god damn sorry about my camera it, it, it i'm gonna leave it off for like five minutes but and then it'll turn back on but anyway okay so i i i graduated high school um, went to college. I, I did go to college, which is also kind of atypical. I feel like people in this space. Uh, I went to college, <laughs> um, graduated with a biology degree, um, went and got a sales job that did not use my biology degree at all. Um, and then I, and then I quit my sales job <laughs> To, to be an NFT influencer. So, <laughs> Let's uh, go. So, um, but but I've been my entire life as I was doing um, all the quote unquote sort of regular stuff, right? Like I, I was, uh, I went, you know, I was in college. I, I got the job or whatever. I always had like a ton of side hustles, right? Yeah. Um, and. The, you know, there's a really famous quote by Teddy Roosevelt called the man in the arena. You're probably familiar with it. Maybe you're not. Um, and like that, that is a quote. That's like my favorite quote of all time, because whenever I read it, I feel super empowered by a lot of experiences that I had in my life. Because uh, like I said, I was always, I was very social my whole life. And I had, you know, a lot of friends i suppose like large social circles but i was ne I, I i was always a little bit disconnected right um i always sort of felt like i was nobody's best friend and i think a piece of that is because i was always 
trying a lot of shit. That was atypical. Um, since I was a kid, I was filming myself on camera and I was doing, you know, lip syncing music videos and posting them on YouTube. Thank God those don't exist anymore. Um, I was doing stop motion videos. Uh, I was, uh, I, I, I was doing talent shows and shit wearing fedoras as a kid. Cause I, I play a couple instruments. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I, I, when I was in late college and whenever I got this job, I was releasing music, uh, uh, more one to two to three records a month. Right. And that was sort of my first experience, uh, growing an audience uh, online, right. Not to the scale that I have now, but not like, you know, hundreds of thousands, but like tens of thousands. Um, and, um, so I, I, I don't know, man, I flipped, I've done a lot of shit, right? So I was always yeah. just kind of <laughs> trying shit. And I think that oftentimes, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you sort of had this experience in life, but I always felt like the, at least where I grew up, like the people who I suppose were like the most well, liked were typically the people that were just doing all the most normal things. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I was always just trying a lot of shit and I was trying shit. I was trying shit and I was releasing music and a friend of mine um, who also did music had a videographer and a manager that lived in Kansas City. So I was like, all right, cool. His name's Taffy. So, uh, so I went out there to shoot a, a, the first music video I ever did uh, with him. And I met um, his videographer and manager at the time named uh, Brett Malinowski um who is you know the brett way uh in 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 you know uh in in the nft world right and at the time he was he was just doing videography um doing shoot like local shoots in kc you know what i mean for bars clubs etc uh doing the music video thing so him and i sort of developed a relationship and the and, and the really funny piece of that story is like him and i did not like each other for the first like year or two that we knew each other <laughs> we argued a lot um I've never, I don't think I've ever said like, cause I mean now that's like my boy, right? But, but like yeah, we, yeah. we didn't get along. Um, and I think cause him and I both have very, um, I don't know, dominant personalities, I guess you could say. I don't know. That makes me sound like an asshole. I'm not, I, I'm trying to be obnoxious, <laughs> but the point is, um, anyway, I was, I was still doing music. I was working a job, et cetera. And, uh, at one point I had, I flew Brett out to Texas where I live. Um, this was uh, last August. And I was like, hey, dude, I want you to shoot this video for me. You can come stay with me. I'll cover your travel. I'll shoot this video. I was like, all right, cool. Dude, the entire weekend, we just talked about NFTs, dude. Like, he just would not stop talking about it. And I was the easiest sell ever, right? Because I've been in crypto for a long, excuse me, for a long time. I was like, okay, cool. Um, as soon as he left, I bought my, I bought my first NFT. I bought a Doge Pound uh nft for like 0.7 eth ish um and i woke up the next day it was at like 1.1 eth and i was like oh shit i was like this is <laughs> crazy i was like that's like a third of my monthly paycheck this month uh we're fucking riding let's <laughs> see what i can do here um and from that day onwards like there basically hasn't been a day that i haven't spent double digit hours engrossed in the space like I, I don't know how to explain it other than it just like i just caught something um and i spent the next six what that was i know august 
November. Yeah, I guess like five, six months. Uh, trading the space in in sort of silence, like I wasn't creating content. And then one day I started. I decided I wanted to try and grow a following. I started tweeting a lot. Um, you know, trying to just like yeah, get people to follow me from different NFT communities, trying to like engagement form. I had like, I think I got like a few hundred followers this way. I'd made it to like, you know, a thousand, two thousand followers. Um, I mean, we're growing by like a few hundred a week, but it was like very slow. And then, because I truly believe, by the way, that anybody can grow a following on Twitter. Um, anybody can grow a following on Twitter, specifically NFT Twitter. Anyway, that we can talk about that in a second. Anyway. And then I got nods from a couple of bigger people in the space, Brett and a few uh, a few other like bigger influencers, um, because I was just calling shit like alpha calls on Twitter um, every day, bro. Like in this, I had a small enough following; it didn't matter. So every single day, I was literally like, "I'm buying this. Like I think this is gonna buy." And after like three weeks of me being right a lot. People were like, oh, shit, like maybe this guy's kind of like, – people started to notice, right? And then – so I woke up one day on a Sunday and after a couple of these cosigns and my following had exploded by like a few thousand followers overnight. And I was like, all right, fucking bet. Let's go. We are – I didn't say this at the time, but I was thinking we are fucking yeah. writing. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not going to fuck this up. No, like that's literally what I said to – um my my girlfriend i was like i was like i'm not gonna fuck this up like this is like i i feel like i have the opportunity of a lifetime i because i, I like i had spent you have to understand gt like i had spent my whole life chasing um a pop-off moment i had been yeah. dreaming about this happening in different respective industries but i always just wanted to grow an audience right because I was, yeah. I, I just always want, like when I was a kid, it was because I just wanted to be fucking famous. When I got older, it was because I, I, I realized that I think I could add legitimate value to a lot of people's day to day lives, right? Social media is amazing that way we can communicate at light speed. Anyway, I've been dreaming, I was like, I was like, fucking finally, like, let's go. Um, and then I spent the, <laughs> the next, when was that? Early January? Dude, yeah. And in like two and a half, three weeks, uh, I went from like, a thousand followers to like uh 30k like 20 30k and <laughs> like bro we just explode it just explode like my youtube all, I, like my, my youtube videos had like 100 views 72 views and then like fucking fifteen thousand. and i was like oh my god uh, it was that time right like there was because um i was in my opinion, at least, like a very efficiently solving a problem that a lot of people were interested in solving, which was like, okay, everyone's talking about NFTs all of a sudden. Everybody has heard you can make money on these little magic internet JPEGs. Nobody knows how to do it. Okay, boom. I'm going to turn on a camera and film myself every single day. No bullshit. This is exactly what I'm buying. This is exactly why. We're going to check back in tomorrow and see how they did. We check back in the next day. Oh, they went up. What do you know? And then Boom, boom, boom. By the way, follow me over on Twitter if you want this information a little bit more rapidly, okay? Uh, and on Twitter, it was okay. Well, subscribe to me on YouTube if you want uh, more detailed analysis. So both of these things started creating this flywheel effect and growing each other. Um, and we were just like blowing up for, for this month. And dude, I literally like, bro, when I tell you like from the day that we started like blowing up, like I did 
zero fucking milliseconds of work at my job, bro. I was working from home and I was literally waking up and just tweet, tweeting, uh, filming YouTube videos, like just writing every single day. I was, <laughs> yes. I was like, fuck it, dude. This is going to be, I was like, I, I knew I was like, okay, I'm going to, this, this, I'm going to quit the shop soon. Like, this is not going to like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this. Right? <laughs> yes. And then, uh, like three weeks after literally like three weeks after this shit popped off, launched a pro launch champs only. And I was just like fucking winging it. And you know, yeah, I appreciate everybody that trusted me, but like when I launched champs only dude, it was like, it was just me. Um, it was literally just me. Like there was not like, it was, it was, it was just me. I, I, I didn't do the smart contract or build a website. Like obviously I contracted people to do that, but like the project team, like I, 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 about two days before we launched, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, dude, I need to get, some, I opened the discord two days before we launched. I was like, okay, yeah, I need to get some mods, right? Uh, <laughs> some admins. And we just like, I, and dude, I don't know, like, and, 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 you know, like I, I, I launched an alpha group because I was like, okay, why are people following me? They want information on how to efficiently trade NFTs. Um, I think I can do this better than anyone else. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but we're going to launch this thing. I'm going to get this community in here and we're going to figure it the fuck out. And we launched it. We sold it out in fucking 45 minutes, zero collabs. I had like 19,000 followers. We fucking, it, this thing flew because it was just that time, right? And um, then we sold it out. Okay, cool. Um, that was on a Friday. Quit my job on a Monday. Uh, you know, I got on with, with my boss. I was like, hey, listen, uh, this is going to sound really weird, but... And I just explained it to him, and my boss was like, <laughs> "My boss was like, yeah, dude." My boss was like, "Dude, fucking quit this job. What the fuck?" He was like, "Quit the job." He's like, "Leave." I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, so I, I, love job. I love it. And, yeah, uh, I love it. And um, anyway, moral of the story is then, and this is why I say shout out to everyone. Trust me. Then I just dove in, fucking 12, 15 hours a day, every single day, building out this collection and. Um, you know, getting a really smart group of people around me to to um, make alpha calls and collaborating with different tools and making this community as valuable as it, it possibly could be. And dude, and we like we minted for 0.25 and like three days later the floor was like two and a half ETH. And I was like, this is crazy, bro. Um and it was a euphoric, it was just a crazy time, man. It was it was it was it was the best time of of my life, one hundred percent. Um I spent about two months of my life in disbelief of the reality that I was living, right? Um, and sort of using that as motivation to, to, to keep going harder. And the, the Twitter kept growing. I don't even know how long it took to hit 100K or whatever. Um, and just kept, you know, learning how to be a servant leader for my holders and, and create meaningful content and network and grow and, um, the same thing I said has a, continued to apply since, um, day one, which is just the obsessive, like compulsive need to be in the space all the time. Um, the way it looks to the outside has certainly changed. I know it probably looks like I'm here less now because I tweet less than I did. Um, but the things I do have evolved greatly. I feel like I've learned a hundred years of, um, business acumen and, um, you know, just how to be an entrepreneur in a year, 
right? I, 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 you know, I was talking to Luca about this the other day, right? Like I, like I really do think that NFTs are the most complex and challenging uh, business model in the fucking world if you're an entrepreneur, right? Like running a drop shipping store, you know what I mean? Like I'm not doing e-com, bro. Like it's NFTs. Like we were, and we were one of the first alpha groups, dude. So we were like, there's literally like no one had like, who am I supposed to learn from? You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're we're do we're doing it live, um, and you know, I think a lot of people around me in my life thought I was fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of them thought that I would you know have gone broke by now or failed. But uh, you know, like as they say in um, in the Old Testament, like we're fucking riding, dude. So. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we just gotta like. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean? So we're out here. That uh, that there's a thousand percent chance that clap clip's going viral. Um, so I'm glad that your camera was on for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that clip's gonna go fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. So how many? How much? How? What's the collection size? A thousand four hundred forty-four. Is that because you love the number four? No. It's, I, I don't know, <laughs> like GT, I'm it. telling you, man, like we were just I, like, I was just like, just riding. we were making these decisions so fast, man. I was like, yeah. okay, what should I make the collection size? I'm pretty sure I just like got in my discord chat and I was like, Hey guys, how many should I make? They were like, okay, this man. I was like, okay, cool. And we just did it. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, like in, in retrospect, could we have been like a lot more intentional about a lot of decisions that we made? Yes. Yeah. Um, the good news is yeah. it, it is a, we launched a one year pass by the way i haven't announced people ask me every day i haven't announced how the renewal renewal is going to work okay like nobody that i'll announce it soon um but that's good because i thought about i was going to buy the pass today um, no but, but well but, but don't but buy wait, it no 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 no. but wait but wait but wait it might not work how you think it's going to work that's the thing so i i respect anybody who's um who makes the decision to like wait and see what the announcement is but People who know me like know what my prerogative is, right? Which is <laughs> yeah. old cool shit for the people that have supported me. But the, yeah. the the reason I bring that up is because it gives me the opportunity to <clears throat> iterate and make decisions for season two of the collection based upon everything we've learned in the last year, right? Um, and and again, like I. I wish I could sit. Okay. The reality is like the, I've been working on exactly how this thing's going to work for like the last three months. And every single week, a new um, idea gets thrown in the mix or partner gets thrown in the mix that completely shakes up the whole thing. So to be total, to keep it totally real with you, bro, like I have not, like we're live right now. I've not announced yeah. this anywhere. <laughs> um, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna extend. We're probably gonna push back the renewal like two weeks or a month. Everyone's gonna get a little bit longer access because there's some exciting shit going on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, dude. Um, yeah, a lot has a lot has uh, a lot has changed this. And dude, Gentle T has to join the champs only community, bro. I'll fucking give you a pass. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm just fired up, man. I'm just like, yeah, dude. I. I I just, I don't know. I just believe in you. So that's about it. Like, I, I fucking believe, bro. Let's I, go, dude. bro, bro, I, if you, it, when you join our community, bro, I'm going to post a, uh, I'm going to post a GM video, bro. Uh, 
I don't know what song I'm gonna do. I think my favorite. My, my, what do you have like a favorite song for for GM for GMing? No, I've never done the same song. So, uh, but do you have so, one video hard. that you're like you're like that shit was legendary. Uh, I'll I'll look I'll look in the past because I've had some bangers. Like I did uh, I actually did Rich Flex the new Drake song, but I did it twice. So I did the first part, <laughs> 21 Savage, and then I did the second part. Those were lit, but I'll, I'll find one. I mean, I also did 50 Cent. That was tough. 50. It's you, hard because do, you, you want to sing the song. You want to sing it. Do you do you before you press record? Do you think of how you're going to script it, script in the GMs or no? No, no, no. So absolutely not. So this is let's how funny it is, go. right? So, yeah, so I knew you were a real one. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's straight off the dome, and and honestly, the best ones are when I'm so I'm drive to work. My work drive takes like thirty minutes, and I just go through my playlist, bro, and I start GMing in the car over the videos or like over the songs, and then like I'll be like, oh, oh shit. Like in the club is the song I'm doing when I get to my work and you already know it's going to be a one fucking take. Like it's the only time it's not a one take is if I like fumble my words or something like I like legit like fumble my mouth. But like that's so rare because I've been doing them so much that it's just I love the one take because it's like, dude, I can't rap, but it's it's my energy. Dude, it's it's amazing. It's, It's fucking amazing. No, it's fucking. Do you do you do you um. Did you ever like when you first started posting all this shit? Was anybody ever like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Was anybody ever like, "What is going on?" Here? You know what I mean? Like, because now you're like beloved, so you have a pass. Yeah. You literally have a pass to do basically anything. I hope you realize yeah. that, bro. Like, 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 like anything. I was. Uh, well, first off, that point, I was really thinking while I was listening to you and NFT God. I was like, man, how am I going to get creative about my content? Like, I got to get really creative. And then the second thing is. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't think that like when I first started creating this shit, I was just like, dude, this is so me. Like I did my gratitude day videos and, uh, oh shit, I'm on 360 or 315 today. So I started what in fucking February, maybe I think that is. And like, I had like one or two likes, I don't know for like fucking a month. Right. And then I would get five to 10 likes. Then I would, then I like started going on spaces. Some people are like, who the fuck's this guy? Then I would get 20 likes. Then like I would start, then I was like, fuck it. I love to dance. I'm a fucking good dancer. I love music. I need to dance on Fridays, Friday's GM video or Friday's gratitude video is a dance video. And then I kind of like got traction. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Tornado who's streaming at us gratitude, but also dancing. And then it kind of like evolved from there and then like when the gm thing happened probably like probably like july maybe i I don't know how long i've been doing it but when like people started really gming and like fucking replying back i was like yo how the fuck am i gonna set myself apart like i i'm just gonna fucking gm over songs like what's more hype than music in the morning and me gming and uh yeah it's kind of evolved like that and like i'm so i'm so like overly myself like this is kind of funny like I talked to Kevin a lot about this when I had his podcast, when my podcast with him, we talked off camera, but like, dude, I'm so gentle tornado. It's not even funny. Like this is hundred percent me. I would tell anybody my whole life story. I'm like too honest most of the time. Um, that's what my wife tells me. And it's just like, that's just who I am. And so like when I come up on these stages, like that space that you guys were all in on stage with thread yesterday, 
I introed the space. Like when there was like 50 people in there, I just went fucking crazy. I was like, we're fucking riding, you know, thread guys screaming, I'm screaming. And then like, I was off stage. And then like, I was like, I got to come back. I was like, I have to come back, dude. I, the energy is just too lit right now. And so I came back and cause like, I don't know. I just felt like it needed to happen. Dude. That was one of my favorite spaces ever, ever yeah. that I've ever been in. It was sick, dude. And you were driving, you were driving home. Uh, that's why I was in there for like five hours. <laughs> Cause I have a bad habit of like, I'm trying to stay in spaces more, right? Like, okay. um, because it's so like, it, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that fake motherfucker that just joins, listens to myself talk. And then when no one's calling him, he just like leaves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was an amazing space, man. So many smart people in there. Um, I've, I yeah, feel like. I've, I feel like, sorry about the camera thing. I do. It's literally plugged in. I, I think it's because I recorded like eight hours a day. What were you going to ask? I was going to say, do you ever go into Leap space? Yeah, dude. Leap is one of my favorite spaces hosts in the game, bro. Yeah. yeah. I've spent a lot of IRL time with Leap, bro. That's awesome. Like, real On the air, and we could talk after this, but like, is there a content out for NYC and I need to be there? That's the thing. That's just it. I said it. It's live. I'm sorry. We can talk about it after. Is there a content house for NYC? Yeah. What do they have? Houses in New York City? I don't know. Like, we I can don't get a know. content, content floor? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, 100. No, no, no. I, we haven't even talked about it yet. Uh, 100%, bro. We'll all just, I, last time we all just stayed at the same hotel. Um, yes. So we'll just do that. But I'll fucking tell you right now that I am not staying in Times Square this time, dude. Listen. I love New York City, bro. I fucking love New York City. I Times Square is the shittiest place on the planet, bro. I had never <laughs> stayed there before because I'm not a fucking because I'm not gonna stay in Times Square, bro. Obviously, like anybody who has been within a billion feet of New York is like, I'm not staying. There. So we stayed there for for NFT NYC, and that shit was awful, bro. What a horrible place. Uh, but yeah, bro, no, 100%. You, we, you got to post up with us. We got to shoot some IRL content, bro. 100%, dude. Could you imagine a We Are Riding video with... <laughs> dude, it's going to be so amazing. Could you, imagine, could you imagine us just running through the streets of fucking New York City just screaming, We Are Riding, bro? <laughs> Getting fucking noise complaints from, from the New York citizens? I've never been more excited about something in my life. Because we're riding, dude. We we, we, <laughs> we are fucking riding. You know what's funny is I've started just like saying that shit. Like I like I like just from watching your videos. Like I just we're riding, bro. Like it's that literally makes me so happy. You know what's so funny, man? Is like we are riding can be whatever you want. It could literally uh-huh. be anything, dude. It could be like, oh shit, like we're riding, or you'd be like, yeah. dude, we're riding, or you'd yeah. be like, oh okay, tomorrow's a new day, we're riding. It's yeah. just like so universal, dude. Do you do you uh do you use all the same um dialect whenever you're like at home with your family? Like are you like are are, are like you, like you have you have like you have a beautiful family. You have you have children, right? Yeah, yeah, I have three. So kids, you're yeah. when you like need to take your daughter to school, or you're like, all right, come on, honey, we're riding, like get in the car, or like what do you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um no, so so my oldest son is four. So I have three boys. So my oldest oh, son sorry. is four. 
No, no, no. That's fine. So, but so my oldest son loves to do the gratitude day videos with me. He'll be like, dad, let's do gratitude day. And, uh, but he says, what's up Maka's? And I literally, we don't even know what Maka means. He just created this word and he only says it when we do gratitude videos. Like that's the type of energy he has. And he jokes about saying we're writing, but he doesn't like understand it yet. So my wife gives me a really hard time. She'd be like, we're riding. Like, you're, you're, are you going to fucking ride? And she'd be like, I'm like, she'd be like, where are you riding to? I'm like, the fucking moon. Like, where yeah, else are like, we riding? Yeah. Like, you're yeah. like, babe, you don't get it. Like, we're fucking riding. Is she in Web3? No, 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 no. My, She's full-time, full-time mom, bro. What, bro, you have a wait, 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 wait. So, but you're working full time, right? Still, I, I am. So yeah, I am. So, you're on like the super grind, bro. How do you manage everything? I'm on like super crazy grind, bro. Yeah. Like, so it's, it took a while, man. Like, I started, um, hyped about five years ago and I was going super hard and, and it just was like really unhealthy for our marriage because I'm kind of like 110% or nothing. That's just kind of how I am, like, my whole life. And, you know, my wife was like, Hey, like you need to stop this. Like we were at the time we were pregnant. We're about to have our our first son. And so I just put it off, you know, I put it on hold and it just kind of like over the time of having our kids, like I've learned how to do different things, right. Whether that be workout, whether that be like play video games at night, right. Like when the kids go to bed. And so like, I've kind of built this, like, first of all, me and my wife have like this insane level of communication that we've built. We're like, we are so good at communicating to the point where like I can spend 30 minutes with her at night and we're fucking solid. Like we're good. Like we don't, you know, we just like are that good at communicating because she knows what I'm doing too. Right. With this, with everything that I do in this space and like my dream. And so it kind of comes down to like, yeah, I am working my career. So I'm up at 4am. I do like Twitter content. Maybe I have to write a thread, whatever I'm doing. Then I go to work at like five 30. I work until normally six like normally i'm home at six six thirty put the you know kids go to bed at seven so i hang out with the kids focused completely on the kids right no phone phones away kids then i put my kids to bed then it's like 7 30 sometimes i have a podcast at eight um my time and other times i spend time with my wife 30 to 45 minutes then i go work out most of the time and that's like 30 to 45 minutes max I'm super efficient on my workouts and then I work till 1030 on whatever, like if it's video editing, you only have like what, like four hours of working time per day. Yeah. What about during the day? Yeah. Um, the weekends are a little bit harder. Like I really do my best to spend time with the family. Yeah. Um, and so I schedule tweets out, but, uh, like I was on my phone a lot, like too much actually, like, probably in November, my wife was like, Hey, like, I think you need to, you know, get off your phone a little bit during the weekends, especially, um, we need to focus on the like discipline with the kids. And I was like, okay, Kayla. So like my engagement's falling off because I'm not replying as much, but like, it's actually super healthy. Um, and I've been scheduling tweets out. And so, yeah, it's, it is tough. Like I don't get a ton of time. And so like I'm in spaces all day while I'm working at my, my real job and my career. And so, it's kind of like been a crazy grind and I'm hoping, you know, my goal is, is by April to be full-time in web three. And I can really just, I don't even know, go crazy, bro. Just, I don't even know what it's going to be like. I really don't like, dude, I have probably, so I, this is my 39th episode. 
So let's just say I had 39 hours of this podcast, like that level of content that I could clip up and, and just like go crazy with. I, I maybe have a hundred clips. I don't even know how many clips I've clipped up, but like, I just don't have the time. Like I just don't, I'm doing my best, but like just run out of time, you know? Have you thought about outsourcing, like hiring people to do it? Yes, but I'm also like really trying to save money, right? I'm like not trying to, I'm saving money right now. So like to go full time. So it's kind of like, yeah, if I can find someone cheap for sure, but it's like, you know, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I can, I can reach out. I'll talk. We'll talk after the show. I can probably help you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so like time management is, is very important in my life for sure. Balance, balance, man. Balance is a big deal. And um, what's kind of funny is my first NFT I bought was a V friend. Uh, that's when I got onboarded and it's a balanced beetle. And I bought it literally because balance is so important in my life. Man, that's something that I could, uh, I could use some more of GT balance. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important, man. And I think like for a long time, like, and I feel like me and you, are, I think so many people in this space are super similar in this aspect of like, really just not knowing how to stop working. Right. We want it so bad, whatever we're going for. And, but like, you have to know how to balance certain things, right. Your personal life or your health. Yeah. Right. And when you do that, actually, like at first you're going to judge yourself and be like, fuck, I didn't work as much as I could have today, but it's actually better because you're going to be like, oh, but I did this, this, and I still did this. And I, my like whole, like kind of aura or my soul is like balanced. And I think that is like actual alpha in life. We're at, no, no, no. I know. I just, we're at such different stages, right? And I, I'm 24 and, um, you know, I live. In How old do you think I am? Uh, I don't know. You have kids. How old are, are you? Are you 24? <laughs> no, I'm 28, but that was, okay. <laughs> I, we're, we're only four years apart. I mean, my, my girlfriend's about to be 27. So it's not that, that far apart, yeah. but, no, no. But, but it doesn't matter because like you have a family, right? It's very yeah. different. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. Um, I live selfishly, um, but I do so with the intent of building something that will put, that will make sure that anybody in even a like moderate proximity of me is fucking good, no matter what. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't live in a balanced way. I just don't. Um, I, I always think I would like to, and then I try, and I I think it's because the mechanisms by which I, I motivate myself, and this isn't something I do on purpose. It's just how I'm built, right? But like people oftentimes are, are, call me like a, a driven person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, how do you do X, Y, Z? Um, and I think, and it's because like my I constantly – it's going to sound weird, not constantly. I very often envision horrible failure and the pain and regret that that would bring me to know that I didn't fucking do everything that I could, right? And I, and, and, and it sounds kind of dramatic. 
I'm not like a, I, I, I don't think I'm going to fail. As a matter of fact, I'm almost certain it won't happen. Um, but yeah, that's because I have very often very sobering thoughts of like, oh man, what would it feel like if I, I let this whole thing fall apart and disappointed thousands of people? You know what I mean? Um, and I would like to, and this is something that, that you know, maybe we could have uh, conversations at greater length about whenever we're not on the show, because I don't, I don't want to go, you know, too deep in, in that direction. Um, but finding balance is extraordinarily difficult, especially whenever, um, especially whenever you came up in the bull market, man, and you got this taste of fucking euphoria, right? And in my mind, somehow everything that I'm doing right now is supposed to, in one way or another, lead to this just beautiful otherworldly explosion that will be bigger with each sort of ounce of dynamite that I add to the pile right now, you know? Um, and maybe that's just mental gymnastics, but I think a lot of people think that way while we're in, you know, in the bear, you know, still grinding in the bear. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, but like, I would, um, no, no, I wouldn't. I was going to say, I'd like to live more, more balanced lifestyle, but I would like, I'm not going to lie on the podcast. Like I don't want to, or I would, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I had kids, I bet I would. Um, if I had, I mean, I have a girlfriend, um, that wishes I worked less, but she gets it right. Like, yeah. <laughs> She saw who I was before this happened and I and she knows who I am now. And I think it's been a positive change for everybody involved. So I don't know, man. No, I mean, like, listen, that's also like a huge thing to be self-aware, right? Like if, you know, I, I think balance is a very hard thing. And like, if, if you don't necessarily need that right now, like it's fine. Like it's totally fine. Right. That's like, my, honestly, my, most people, my therapist probably would tell me I do or my mom, <laughs> Anybody that isn't me, but like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Listen, we're going to get into, we're going to start with happiness. Okay. And I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to read you my favorite definition of success. Okay. It's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's to Vote. laugh often. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure. It says to laugh often and much to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends. To appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have succeeded. How do you feel? I think that it's something that a lot of content creators would probably resonate with, right? Um, my favorite part of that whole thing is actually the very end. Um, it's something that I heard a lot of my favorite artists say growing up, uh, people that I used to idolize, um, which is that like, specifically people in music will oftentimes say, you know what I mean? If one person like loves this album or like listens to it every day and it helps them through something or it makes them feel better, then I've succeeded. Right. Um, and I think it's sobering. I think it's probably something I should think about more often, more often. Yeah. I think like, the my favorite part about the whole thing is just like there's no success is kind of defined by yourself like by any whoever that is like right your own life and 
I think it can be all different kinds of things. Like I'm obviously motivated to, to make the world a better place through positivity and like making someone breathe easier is like, uh, it just absolutely means the world to me for sure. You make me feel better. So (laughs) I appreciate it, dude. Listen, the first question under happiness is what makes you happy every single day? Coffee. Oh, all right. What's your what's your go to coffee? Are you like a do you get crazy or just black? Espresso, nothing else. I'm a uh, yeah, nothing. Else. Are you just caffeine addict or what? Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, here's here's how I answer that question. When I travel, if I wake up at like five a.m. and get on a plane and don't have a coffee, I will not sleep the whole time. I'll be pissed uncomfortable the whole time. If I wake up, chug an espresso and get on the plane, I'll fall asleep instantly. Best sleep of my life. So, yeah, that's that's how. Yeah, I could do the same thing. Yeah. I could fall asleep immediately after espresso. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Listen, what is the happiest moment of your life? Sorry, I need to think for a second. No, 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 it's okay. Um, dude, I, it's hard for me to pinpoint an exact moment. I can tell you what the happiest rough time of my life was. Um, which was yeah. what I was telling you about earlier last January, like having sort of this culmination of like years of trying and failing. Um, feel like it I, I had sort of been rewarded uh, whenever we launched the pass and sold out the collection. That really was like one of the, the, the best days of my life, 100% launching that collection and knowing that it was now my job to take care of this instead of all the other shit that I didn't want to do. Um, that was an incredible feeling. I wish I could relive it. Yeah. What was that like? Like, what did you do? Did you do anything to celebrate? Like, did you, or did you just like, I don't know. Was it like blissful? I fell asleep. I've been up for like 48 hours. <laughs> uh, and then I woke up the next day on a Saturday and we just started riding in the discord. bro. <laughs> I think I put out like 18 alpha calls in the next 24 hours. We were going in. Uh, oh no. Oh no. You know what? Um, my friend, it sounds weird. I have one of my good friends actually is Young Gravy's manager. You know Young Gravy, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they Pretty were, <laughs> and they were in my city, dude. So the day that I sold out the pass, his manager calls me. He's like, "Dude, we're in Austin. Uh, Gravy and Dylan Francis are here. You gotta come hang out." I was like, "All right, cool." And I'm dead, bro. I show up looking like I'm like. Uh, like yeah. he's like he's like dude you saw the collection i was like oh I was like hey 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 went home uh and then i laid in bed and the past was like pumping bro and i was like this is crazy i was awake till like 6 a.m just like you fly like this is fucking crazy um i called brett um was my earlier and i was just like i was like we were just like Sorry. We were just like so crazy happy. I, man, that was one of the best nights of my life. Yeah, that was incredible. What was the peak? What was the all-time high? Floor price? Yeah. Like 2.2 ETH, I think. 
That's amazing, dude. That's fucking incredible. We were writing, bro. You absolutely love to see it, dude. You absolutely love to see it. Listen, um, what are some what are some top communities that you're part of? Do you do you hold do you have any long term holds that you really fuck around with? Like just some communities that you really love? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I have a couple. Like I have a couple mutants. I mean, that's like a no brainer. Um, I have some kaiju's. Uh, those guys have kind of been going through it recently. Uh, at least if you listen to people on Twitter, but I I still believe in what they're doing. Um, I have. I hold some steady stacks. Um, I, I really like what those guys are doing over there. Um, I have massive conviction in pudgy penguins and their ability to execute over the future. I've been yelling that shit. Same goes for D gods. Um, same goes for Llamaverse. Same goes for the plague. Uh, I think it's, I think seals are going to make it. Uh, I'm about to get a Neo Tokyo citizen actually because oh. I just fucking believe in I, I, I don't I'm, I've met Becker before I don't really know him personally but I really believe in Elio and he's a friend of mine and I I, I want to become a part of that community as well I think that they're fucking badass um, yeah I I I I I I think that Neo Tokyo citizens could easily go to a fucking fifty ETH floor if if we are in a bull run one hundred percent holy shit one hundred percent. Yeah, that would be crazy. I think it's going to yeah, happen. It probably will, to be honest. And, and then we'll be able to clip this and come back. That would be epic. Um, I I think that the plague is super underrated. That's one that you said that I thought I think is like really underrated. If only, if only somebody had been talking about them in their YouTube videos for months. If only somebody could have seen this coming, that they were, oh my God. If only there's somebody we, whose content we, <laughs> that we could have known. Link, link will pop up right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's fucking awesome for sure. Um, okay, listen, we got to move into inspiration. Let's do it. You're absolutely, you, you fucking inspire me, dude, to be better content creation. And just, just keep going, dude. I absolutely love this. Um, what is, this is, this is a fucking really good question. What is one thing in your life that you've had to learn the hard way? Um, that effort does not equal deservedness. What I mean by that is you can spend 10 trillion hours on something and people have a tendency when they overwork on something really inefficiently to feel like, Oh, I deserve it. You know what I mean? I've spent so long <laughs> Some kid can come out and have a 20-minute idea and, and put it out and slaughter you. And he deserved it because he had a better idea. It doesn't matter if you tried harder. Um, yeah. No one cares. Like, no, I, I, like, I know it, it's his, it sounds kind of harsh and it's supposed to. My, my favorite fucking phrase – I tell myself this every day. My favorite phrase is no one cares, work harder. That's really how I feel. Um, <laughs> Cause I've just, I, it's just life, bro. I've gotten smacked over the head a lot of times whenever yeah. I felt like I deserved it. I was like, Oh, you know, I've been, I've been doing X and Y. Like, I can't believe this artist blew up. Like my songs are, are better. I, 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 my production was better. Like, Oh my God, this shit. No, it doesn't matter. Cause they did the, they made one good decision at the right time. They deserve it. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I love that. I actually have a coffee. I, it's like a, 
thermal, whatever the fuck it's called. It's uh, it says no one cares. Work fucking harder. Let's yeah. Go. When you said that, I was like, yeah, I was like, this is it, dude. I we're already know. Riding. I knew I knew what you were going to say. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to bang. This one's going to fucking bang. Um, it's the truth, man. I mean, like the world's a fucking tough place, man. Like what the best lesson for me was I, I, I played college football and um, my sophomore year, I played at a junior college and I had a I had a full ride scholarship to go play to D1 and it was the second to last game. And I was like, not supposed to be playing. Our backups were all hurt and we were up by like 50 points. I tore my ACL and yeah, blew it all out. The next morning, my scholarship was pulled Sunday morning. At that moment, I knew the world was not fucking nice. And I was like, I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. Um, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest. I moved back home. Where were you um, going to go play? I was actually going to go play at a D1 up in Canada. So it was kind of Damn. a wild uh, – it would have been yeah. a wild ride for sure. But it was just like eye-opening. Um, yeah, so it was like the best. It was the best thing that ever happened to me because dude, like you – know, Dude, that's so cra- – um, that's crazy, man. I, yeah, well, I was going to say sorry, but you said it was a good thing. Um it's like and I, and listen, I'm, I don't mean this in a negative way. As a matter of fact, it's great that we can be positive in spite of this. But like the the world will, life will, if you are negative spirited, weak spirited, and you and 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 you let these things affect you, like life quite literally will beat you to the ground and keep smacking you over and over again endlessly. Um, which is why people like you inspire me so much because. Um, humans who have the ability to sort of exert control over their perception of the world around them um, are the most powerful beings on the planet. So, um, you know, we're writing. I mean, we're, ri- we're writing. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Um, what do you love about Web3 that inspires you to do it every single day? Oh, man, so much shit. The people I get to rub shoulders with, man, the people I get to meet that I never should have even been able to get in a room with who have become my friends. Um who tell me I inspired them? The 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 way that it fast forwards everything: networking, career development, learning, uh, money. Like everything gets put on this hundred x speed time loop, which is great for me because um, I've learned patience, but I'm not a naturally patient person. Um, it's just like you can just do things you can't do anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like I can't like uh, I, I can I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like I can DM the I could probably, you know, DM one of the board API club founders if I and talk to them. Right. I can't do I can't go DM the CEO of fucking Microsoft on LinkedIn. They're not going to not gonna reply. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Uh, so it's really cool. <laughs> that is awesome yeah they're like who the fuck is this guy and why is he dming me on linkedin yeah, is this? yeah but uh, but uh, but you know what i mean on on yeah. uh on on twitter i can just like dm garga be like we're riding he'd just be like what's up bro you know I think mean? <laughs> like, it's cool let's go no i love that man i think like yeah accessibility is fucking insane in this space and, and like that like that space that we were in is a perfect example bro that that fucking stage was wild dude and like at one point, Kaleo was on there. 
Like it was just. I didn't even belong absurd. on that stage. I don't know who let me up there. That's what I, I like, said. I tweeted that. I was like, "Why am I up here? Like I shouldn't yeah. be up here right now." Yeah, I don't know who let me up there. Well, I'll throw a guy yeah. up there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's go. Um, do you have anybody in your life that's an inspirational leader, or maybe someone you've looked up to? Gentle tornado. Yeah. And. <laughs> And man, there's a lot of people. There's a lot yeah, of people that, yeah. dude. I is gonna sound funny. You know who's one of my biggest idols? Is is gonna sound weird. Gordon Ramsay, bro. I fucking love oh. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Goat, bro. Yeah, his work at like just the shit. Um, I've been super inspired by a lot, a lot of musicians. Um, I'm not just gonna like name all of my favorite artists, but like a, a number of artists um have been just like absolutely instrumental in sort of shaping the way that I think about the world and creativity and pursuing your passion. Uh I'm, Tyler the Creator is somebody who inspires me a lot. The late great Mac Miller was always one of my idols and somebody I'm devastated I never got to meet in real life. Um I don't know, man. A lot of people inspire me. Everyone inspires me. Every single day I see 100 people that are doing things more intelligently and better than I am, and I try and catch up. So it keeps me going. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the capability to information gather and like just, you just get so many good ideas to better your life is just – it's abundant out here. My camera is um, not writing. Sorry. It'll be back though. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Um, what is your favorite inspirational movie? Have you ever seen uh have you seen Warrior? Warrior. Like the the main movie. Uh I don't know. You should watch what it, is bro. It? Warrior. I feel like I probably have, but I can't think of it. That's your that's your number one. Warrior or Eight Mile, bro. Legendary Yo, movie. Fucking that movie's fucking epic. Fire. What about you? My favorite inspirational movies, Remember the Titans. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. okay, okay. Legendary movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a crazy movie. Uh, uh, all the Rocky movies, obviously. Um, yeah. Creed 1 is pretty fire, too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. Warrior is just lit, though. Let's you got to go. watch it, bro. I'm going to watch it. I'm watching it. I'm literally going to yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah let's fucking go um i love that dude sometimes i'm not gonna lie to you like sometimes people that i'm i guess like don't watch movies i'm like what like you don't watch movies like it's sometimes it's really hard to get an answer out of someone so what did thread guy say Ooh, what did he say was he, he one of those said... non-movie watching people no 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 i think he actually liked movies I he was like he... he was like dude the, the trailer for the trial of jimmy the monkey he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I think he probably said Pursuit of Happiness. And oh, if he didn't, then I'm going to look really bad. That but that's a that's a popular fire. choice. That movie is yeah. fire. I love that movie. Yeah. I get like Pursuit of Happiness. Um, Wolf of Wall Street is pretty popular. Yeah. Um, We're writing. Yeah. That yeah. I, yeah that'd be like, you, like that could be a video. Like we could literally do a video of us all sucking, sitting yeah. there in NYC yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, like it's – I mean to me, for me, dude, like – like kind of what you said about your inspirational like leaders is like, you can find inspiration from everything. Like I just love an underdog story. I was in a space uh, earlier today and they were just like, 
kind of like talking about being underrated and i was like dude being underrated is the best fucking thing is this such an advantage to be underrated in life um so anyways but uh let's fucking ride it we're riding into positivity we're riding into into my favorite my second i don't know if enthusiasm or positivity is his favorite for me listen dude positivity is so important i'm i'm on a mission to make it louder i think there's so much negativity in this world and just by by making positivity louder. It's just going to make the whole world a better place. So what we do in this segment is we talk about positive mindset. So the general sentence, like the general definition of positive mindset is that it's focusing on the good in any situation. Now it doesn't mean that you're delusional. It just means that you choose to look at the good and whatever happens. So can you talk to the people listening about like how you've you know, how, how much a uh, positive mindset has impacted you or kind of molded, you know, your, you know, work ethic or whatever you want to touch on a positive mindset. Yeah, man. I just believe staunchly in like the importance of just like how important it is to just keep going. Right. Like, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said that I felt like positive at all times, but I, I think it's a version of positivity of, of sort of like larger positivity, even if you don't feel, necessarily feel it emotionally at any given moment to have sort of like the conviction in the importance, uh, like the conviction in the importance of being positive um, to always keep going, even whenever you feel like shit, right? I feel like shit pretty often, but I will never fucking quit. Ever. Um, because it's a lot easier for me to resolve to just never quit. Even if I'm angry or sad about something, I can be like so mad that I'm like, I'm not fucking you know what I mean? um, And I think having that sort of resolve is one of the most useful skills in the world. Obviously, not if you're doing, like, you have to use reason. Like, if your objective is to, like, you know what I mean? Like drill through a, a brick wall with your hands. Like it's probably good. To <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm never quit. Like you're just going to fucking break your head. You know what I mean? Don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to ride into some broken hands. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are riding <laughs> to the fucking emergency room, brother. But, uh, the, the, the I, having a positive mindset though is Super important. You know, I've actually um, been making some positive changes in my life recently, courtesy of a couple of um, books that I've read and, and just trying to imp make habits that um, just like make habits that help me be more generally positive. Because like I told you earlier, um, I am somebody who is very consistent in execution but it's not always because I feel happy, right? Sometimes I motivate myself in probably less than healthy ways. And I've begun, um, I, you know, actually learning how, um, how I can leverage what I was mentioning earlier, that being discipline, because I understand discipline. And if I take that same hard-headed discipline and apply it to habits that, help me think positively as in I'm dis am I disciplined enough to wake up very early every day and exercise and follow that with journaling and be disciplined enough to make myself uh, positively affirm 
uh, and set, you know, strong goals for the day. And am I disciplined enough to tell, make myself, you know, say out loud that I'm going to accomplish these things, right? Like, I, I truly believe that with discipline, you can make yourself, and I'm sure you, you're an extraordinarily disciplined person. That's not a coincidence, right? Gentle yeah. Tornado, like the most uh, insanely positive person ever. It's not a fucking coincidence that you told me that you wake up at 4 a.m. every day and you work a full-time job and do all this stuff too. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's one of the most important things. Yeah. No, I think discipline is important. So is, as some of the habits that you've been working on, like waking up and, and working on doing those things, is that what you're Yeah, I mean, they're all right things or? that I was already, you know what I mean? I was like, I t I've always taken fitness very seriously. Like I, was, I wasn't sleeping until like noon, you know what I mean? But like t dialing it up a notch, right? Like, okay, I'm committing to being in bed. Like I was always waking up. I wasn't always going to bed at the right time, right? And having being really cognizant of second third fourth order consequences of all my decisions right because if i miss my work wake up and workout time in the morning it's not because i made a sh it's not it's not a bad decision i didn't just randomly decide that i didn't want to wake up this morning because i made a bad decision the night before and i wasn't disciplined enough to go to bed whenever i needed to go to bed and that decision was probably influenced by me not being disciplined earlier and making sure that I got my work done in time, right? And maybe I didn't get my work done in time because I wasn't disciplined enough to work out earlier that morning. So you start to create this like flywheel. If you can just ex exert self-control to do the right thing, you know yeah. what I mean? No, I absolutely love it. I think, uh, I think you fucking crushed it to be honest, man. I love that. Listen, we're going to go straight into enthusiasm. I fucking obviously have a lot of this. I think like the main point that I've been really working on making lately in, in spaces or just with anybody I talk to is like, think about the excitement when you were a kid and you did something like score a goal or, or whatever that you did, right? Build a fucking Lego. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, you said you filmed stop action. Like you filmed that and you, you did it and you crushed it. Like think about that genuine excitement that you got. And why not do that now? Or like in your life, like when my son scores his first goal, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm going to lose my fucking mind on the sideline. I don't give a fuck who's watching me. And so that's why I take enthusiasm so seriously, because at the end of the day, we have one life and why, you know, I don't want to live with regrets. So this is one of my favorite questions. What are three things right now in your life that you can't get enough of? Hmm. Work, information, mm. oh, that is such a good question. I'm trying to think of a good third answer because that's what the vast majority of my day is comprised of, either working or consuming information. And yeah. then I think, oh. Uh, I think like I'm trying to think of what the right word is. I'm trying to think of a, the, a, a single word to explain what I'm trying to say. Um, I guess socializing, not even social, not networking, not socializing, but I, I suppose like the energy of people who inspire me. It's so like, I've been doing everything I can to just put myself in like close proximity to people that I look up to that two years ago, I would have been like, oh, I shouldn't be around them. Now I will just throw myself in a, uh, as close to them as I can get. Um, 
So yeah, work, information, and I don't know how to summarize the third one. Uh, no, I love that. I think like putting yourself in positive situations where like you're going to grow, like you're going to grow, I think out of those situations. Growth. Plus, okay. How's growth? How's yeah, growth? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think um, those are all very important things. What has been, besides minting out your project, what has been the most exciting moment for you in Web3? Interviewing my childhood idol was crazy. When we interviewed the, you might have even heard this, but when we interviewed the M Shadows, the lead singer of Vinge Sevenfold, which was my favorite band for like 10 years of my life. Fucking crazy, bro. I had DVDs of their live shows, like every album, um, like Stan, right? Like picture the biggest fan you ever were of any artist. And then you sit down and talk to them because you guys both buy JPEGs. I opened to his house, put up his fucking house. We filmed his house. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Crazy. I can't fucking believe some of the shit that has happened this year. Crazy, bro. Dude, that is sick. Oh, that's fucking dope, man. That is unreal. So cool. You're gonna if you if that hasn't already happened to you, it's gonna happen to you a hundred times over. Yeah. No, that's that's wild, man. I mean, I genuinely like this podcast is is a big part of my passion, man. I just love this shit. Like just being able to have these conversations with you and like anybody that's been a guest is just like it's honestly so fucking awesome because like you really get to know like just a different side of of the person even like with luca like um like a lot of people were like luca doesn't open up much but like dude he was super open and like talked about a lot of things about his life that were like just fucking awesome to hear and like that times 39 right like i've had 39 episodes now and it's just like i'm i'm the one benefiting being able to talk to these people and, and get all this information and like create these relationships. That's, that's like truly how I feel. That's the alpha about starting a podcast, bro. Yeah. Literally. I've had that same experience. Let's fucking go, dude. We're absolutely riding. Yeah. We're fucking riding. Listen, do you, uh, this is like a side note before we go into dreams. Do you, are you a big manifester at all or? Yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. Do you write like your big dreams down and, and then I do now. Like now I, I I've I've become I've gotten in the habit of write of writing down everything that I want to accomplish. But um it's always sort of been a part of my mental uh habits. Like I always like when I was a kid, I was certain uh and when i started dropping releasing music right like i was certain that i was going to end up being big somehow like i there was you know what i mean like not like i had hard times but it was never like fuck it's not gonna happen it was like fuck it's taking too long um <laughs> Yeah. Like I've always been since I was a little kid, just envisioning exactly what the fuck was going to happen. So whenever the, and I swear, I don't mean this in like an obnoxious way, but whenever like I started to sort of grow an audience online, like, 
and I'm in my everyone's texting me because like we and, and by the way, let me preface this by saying that like dude, I am not even fucking close to famous on the internet. I'm like mildly popular in one small subset of the internet, like just NFTs. <laughs> but um a lot of people, but still it's like big numbers to people who you know don't create content. Yeah. I text me and they're like, dude, are like, oh my god, how do you feel? How do you feel? And like, no, dude, like I feel like my life just I, I finally feel normal. Like my life finally adjusted to how I feel in here for my entire yeah. life. Um, so yeah. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> no, I love it. Um, I love that dude. I think like, yeah, dude, I've been saying for the longest time for the, since I was 18, I've been telling people I'm going to retire at 35. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm doing it uh, every single day. I'm out here working to, to make it happen. I've made some investments and it's like, I, yeah, like it, it's good. I think it's super healthy to dream big or just to, to manifest big things like that because there's a few things. So the first thing is like, if you don't have fucking big dreams, like what are you even, what are you working towards? Right? Like dream the biggest and you, and then you actually have to do the work. The second thing is like, I love telling people my big dreams because I want them to go talk about it. Like go fucking tell your friends that I want to retire at 35. Then they're going to tell their friends. I met this crazy motherfucker named gentle tornado and he wants to retire at 35. This motherfucker's 28. Like he's crazy. Well, fuck it, dude. I want the whole fucking world talking about that to create this energy surrounding my dreams. And then it's just, boom, it's just like this fucking momentum wave. And uh, that's how I truly feel about like aspirations and goals for sure. I feel the same, dude. I like, it's like, bring it on. You know what I mean? Like, cause if yeah. you really believe it, it's like, who cares if people know, right? Like, yeah. if you really believe it, then cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let everyone know. Let's fucking go, dude. Okay. Listen, oh, this is so fucked. Cause your camera's not on. That's okay. No, I'm about to turn it on. Wait a sec. <laughs> Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Let's, Let's go. go. Okay, listen. So under dreams, what we do is I ask you what the dream that you have for your life is. Okay, and I'm going to tell you my dream. So you're going to go off the cuff, off the heart. Tell me your dream. And I'm going to tell you mine right now. So I'm Gentle Tornado. I am an honest, enthusiastic, and successful man. That will inspire others to live their life through happiness. My name is Champ. Um, and my primary goal and prerogative in my dream in life is to get to reach and virtually or physically speak to every single fucking kid that felt like I felt growing up. Um, who knows they have that shit in them. Um, who's not going to let the world and all of the regular, you know, prescribed life beat that shit out of them and let them know that they can fucking do it. And all they need is a laptop and a Wi-Fi connection, not even a fucking laptop. You're going to have a iPhone. You can have a fucking iPad. You can have a, 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 a cricket mobile. You know what I mean? Anything. <laughs> if you have a fucking LTE connection, you can, you can do that shit, right? Like I love NFTs and I'm fucking writing in web three but the reality is man my dream is to transcend all of these things and show fucking everybody you can do that shit because i was 
scoffed at and fucking, you know, I rolled and made fun of a billion times, bro. Yeah. A billion fucking times. And I don't have any hate in my heart about it. I don't have any animosity. In my, and a lot of the people are actually my good friends. But all that shit ever made me want to do was let every single fucking kid, not even kids, people older than me, people who have those aspirations, who want to be atypical, um, and who have been told that they can't do it, that they fucking can. And as a little side note, of course, I just want to be outlandishly disgustingly successful, but we all do. So <laughs> let's go. I love it. I love it. I, I think uh, your work, you're doing it, and I think you're gonna do it. So I fucking love it, dude. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna share my screen, and I think this is gonna this is gonna mean something to you. I'm gonna read you my favorite poem. Okay, it's called The Dash. It's by Linda Ellis. It says, I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke of the following date with tears. But he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth. And now only those who love them know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that can still be rearranged. To be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read with your life's actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you lived your dash? I don't want to like spoil it by talking. No, it's, it's incredible. That's a really good poem. How do you feel about it? It's just making me think. Um... Uh, I hope that, you know, I hope that the decisions that I make with the, that oftentimes have the purpose of guiding myself or my business towards what I quantify success have, um, a ripple effect on everybody around me. And I don't know that I suppose as many people as possible can look at what I've done between now and, you know, whatever that date is for me and like the, you know what I mean? They, that they can sort of feel unequivocally positively impacted. Fuck man. I need to do some more shit. That's how it needs, makes me feel. I need to do some more. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Listen. So how we end it is you get to leave the audience with one final thought. It could literally be anything. And then a final question for the audience and they're going to answer it. Okay. My final thought Wait. Okay. My 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 final thought is the following. Everybody, I truly believe that everybody if if they dedicate themselves to their cause is on 
a path to be just successful as they aspire to be, but we all just live on different timelines. Comparison is a thief of all joy, and if you convince yourself that you're not going to be successful because it didn't happen as fast as you wanted it to, uh, you're going to cheat yourself out of the life that you've always dreamed of. It happened early for me in the grand scheme of things. I understand that. I'm, I'm 24, and by the way, I don't feel successful, but versus what my dream was when I was younger, I do. Um, stop comparing yourself to other people. All you have is time. And you can make that shit happen. I promise. Um, That's good. Now give me a sec before I ask one final question so I can turn my fucking camera back on. <laughs> Dude, this has never happened to me, bro. I'm not even kidding. I don't know why I decided to do this on the on the Gentle Tea podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'm sorry, my brother. It's okay. I'll have to run it back. <laughs> we might. We might. Maybe a gentle tea on the NGMI podcast, dude. I don't know. Whoa. That would be lit. Oh. No, that'd be lit, bro. That would be lit. Me and Kevin love you. You know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I gotta get your phone number. I left Kevin a fucking uh, voicemail for Christmas. Had to, dude. Dude. Kevin is the the goat. Uh okay, ready? Okay, um, and the question that I'll the question I'll ask is super simple. This is inscribed on a really heavy um, metal sign that sits atop my the box of my stepfather's ashes, and he had it on his bedside my whole childhood. Um, and it just says, uh, all it says is, "What would you do if you knew you could not fail?" And that is the answer to exactly what the fuck you should be pursuing with every fiber of your being as long as you're alive. So, Wow. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Dude, that is absolutely a fucking monster. Oh, wow. I cannot. I'm so glad you turned. I'm so glad you turned the fucking camera back on for that. Absolutely epic. Listen, this has been an absolute fucking pleasure. This has been a banger. Hyped Happy Hour episode 39 with my guy fucking champ. Absolutely crushed it out here. Listen, guys, like, subscribe, share. Share this with anybody that you guys think it'll give value to. We're fucking on a mission to make positivity louder. And your boy GT is not fucking stopping for nothing. I promise you. 2023 is about to be wild. Thanks for coming on, champ. Peace. Thank you so much for having me, man. Before you wait, 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 before you cut it wait, off. All right. Before you cut it off, did you cut it off? No. Dude. It's still live. Thank you so much for having me. You are one of my favorite fucking people I have ever met on the internet. Your content is amazing. Never fucking I don't have to tell you not to stop. You're not gonna stop. Even if I told you to stop, you wouldn't stop. Please don't stop. We love you. Crypto Twitter loves you. NFT Twitter loves you. Um, you're the goat man. Thank you for having me. And uh yeah, now you can turn it off. Peace. All right, thanks. <laughs>